0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another drake's corner podcast uh as you can see no background nothing to deal with um we're not in the normal studio um i am uh my room's like under like it's a it's a shithole i'm just gonna say that right now it's it's not looking good and i just i was not comfortable in there i'm like claustrophobic almost i can't you know be in my element with like a lot around okay yeah my room's dirty i'm just gonna say it um but hey um if i might like it out here if i you know if i get more views just by doing this I, I might you know stick to it i know you guys like the normal setup and uh with the little screen up top the sneaker but uh we gotta make we gotta make things we gotta make ends meet you know um we have a lot on the table today uh donovan mitchell just got traded to the Cavs. the college football playoffs had a very Big announcement uh, about two hours ago. And I'll have my uh, finale of the show, the NFL playoff prediction with uh, the seeded teams, all that jazz. And I'm going to give uh, my prediction there for the upcoming season. Starting off with the show, um, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. What do I think about that? Um, you know, personally, I. Um, I think the Jazz have executed a perfect rebuild, you know, with trading Gobert, trading Donovan Mitchell. It obviously wasn't working. They did it at the right time where their trade value was obviously extremely high. Um, I think the Jazz, you know, securing eight combined first-round picks from the T-Wolves and Jazz combined, they know exactly what they're doing. It was the smartest, you know, way to go about it. Um, I saw the Knicks. The one wrong thing they did, I saw the Knicks offer that they sent out to the Jazz for Donovan Mitchell. They could have had R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, um, Obi Toppin, and three first-round picks. Um, that's what they missed out on, I will say. Um, I don't think the return haul they got from Cleveland uh, was you know, as existential as it could have been from New York. Uh, I think, you know, um, Colin Sexton, Oshai Agbaji, Three first-round picks. Um, I don't think that you know compares to the, what the Knicks could have gave them. Uh, but I do not see the Cavs being a top contender in the East, even with Spida, yeah. even with Donovan Mitchell. Okay, I still see the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, and even the Hawks ahead of them. Um, I think the Hawks have a better backcourt. Uh, they still have John Collins. Um, you know they're they're due. Okay. Same with the Sixers. I think the Sixers are actually due for a championship upcoming. Um, I think the duo of Harden and Embiid will pay off. I think you know I think it's the most. I personally think it's uh, the most dynamic one-two punch in the game. Okay. I, I, you can't go wrong with it. Um, I'm huge on Harden. I love Harden's gameplay. How he's changed it in Philly uh, from going from the top scorer to you know kind of just a playmaking guard. Um, but that's exactly what they needed with Embi- Embiid being the main guy and Harden's in tip-top shape. Uh, the Celtics, obviously, you know, young, you know, running like a bull right now. And the Bucks, obviously, they have the best player in the world. Um, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs, what I really see it as an upgrade from Colin Sexton. That's about it. Um, you know, Colin Sexton put up, you know, close to 20 points a game. Uh, last year, Donovan Mitchell now obviously a superstar. The Cavs have a superstar now, um, but I see them as a five or six seed in the East. Um, I see the East still being very close. You know, you even got the Heat in there too. I still see the East, you know, being a um, you know a level-headed playing field. Um, but you know, Donovan Mitchell, I don't think it makes a crazy difference to the Cavs. I think he's a superstar. I don't think he's a game changer though. Um, but the Jazz, on the other hand, hats off to the Jazz for a perfect. Rebuild. I'll give that to them. Eight first round picks from, you know, the Wolves and Jazz combined. They got five for Gobert now, three for, um, three from Cleveland. So the Jazz doing a rebuild, right? Take notes, other teams. You know, by the time I'm 25, I'm sure the Jazz will be a top team in the West, considering what they just got hauled back from these teams. Um, yeah, that's those are my thoughts. I don't think um, I saw a poll on Twitter. Earlier, it was a uh, who's a better backcourt, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell, or De- Dejounte Murray or Trey and Trey Young, and I still see you know the Hawks backcourt, Murray and Trey Young being a better backcourt. Okay, um, I think Trey Young is you know kind of on that same skill level as Donovan Mitchell, but I think Dejounte Murray is a superstar in it of himself. So um, you know the East is very competitive, and the Cavs are just doing what they can. Um, you know, they were a play-in team last year, and now they attract a superstar, but I just don't see it go, jumping from, you know, play-in level to um, over-the-top, you know, top of the East type deal. I don't see it. I personally don't. Um, yeah, we saw, I was going to compare it with the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies didn't really do many changes with their roster from going from a playoff uh, play-in team to a two-seed in the West. They just you know, develop their players. Right. Um, but the Cavs pick up a superstar. Um, yeah, like I said, five or six seed in the East. Um, yeah, enough with that. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think the, the headlines from that jazz secure, perfect rebuild Cavs secure Donovan Mitchell and give up half their future. That's about it from there. Um, let's jump over to the uh, college football playoffs. They're going to 12 teams in 2026. Um, I've been saying this for a while. I've been on this, you know, I've been kind of on that 8 team realm where I want 8 teams in the college football playoffs instead of 4. I think for everybody can agree 4 is not enough. Um, but they did the right thing. They're going to 12 teams. It's going to it's perfect for the sport. It's going to add so much more competitive nature instead of these meaningless bowl games. I'm sick of these meaningless bowl games. Uh, you know, there's just too many just sponsor bowl games that don't nobody gives a rat's ass about, okay? And they don't mean anything. They don't add to, there's no championships. Um, you know, sure, you have those old bowl games that mean a lot, like the Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, and those who have been kind of affiliated with the college football playoff games. But, um, you know, like the Outback Bowl, just some of these bowls that I couldn't give two shits about. Um, it, it just doesn't add any flair to the sport. OK, and college sports deserves to have, you know, kind of a, a fight for the championship. And, and March Madness does it perfectly. Obviously, you can't do it. I mean you could but I just think the players would be worn out in a 64 team tournament and I <laughs> that would be absolutely ridiculous. Um I expect also conferences to be downsized by you know uh to by 2026 maybe four top conferences instead of you know uh you have Big 12, Pac 12, Big 10, ACC, SEC um you know, I could go on with these conferences, and I just think a lot of those conferences are going to be, you know, flushed away. And you know, teams like UCLA are already making the jump uh, to the Big Ten. USC making the jump to the Big Ten. Uh, give it four years, we're going to see a lot of these. Um, I think Pac-12 will be demolished by then. I think you're really going to have Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC, ACC, and you know, independent teams like Notre Dame hopping in. Um, USC making the jump. UCLA, obviously, and I think. Um, we're going to see, you know, a lot more teams in these conferences and it's going to put a lot more emphasis into conference play into, you know, they're just going to add new rivalries, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I think, you know, going to this 12 team basis will make the season a lot more competitive and we could see, you know, three teams out of these top four conferences making the playoffs and, you know, just making season play, uh, just a lot more interesting. And I think, you know, every game could possibly be, Uh, Could possibly be a rivalry game in these new conferences so uh, yeah it's four years away it's a long time we'll see I love the 12 team thing I've been saying eight for a while but you know 12 works too Uh, just just adds more competitiveness I love it it adds more um, you know I just feel like it's gonna add a lot more you know culture to the game almost Um, I like it a lot I like it a lot let's jump to the finale of the show the NFL playoff prediction it's never too early for these um, I have mine right here, and I'm going to read it off, um, you know, going through, give a summary of what I think. Um, let's start off with the AFC, and we're going to j- jump in hot here. Starting off at the one seed, I have the Los Angeles Chargers, okay? Um, a lot of people are saying Bills, uh, don't get me wrong, Bills are amazing, they're probably a Super Bowl favorite. Chargers, on the other hand, though, um, Herbert's developing, we know Herbert's going to be a top quarterback this year, uh, quite possibly MVP. Um, you know, the only thing wrong with their team last year, probably defensively and, you know, getting protection for Justin Herbert, which they have now. Um, and they also have defense. Um, they've made two big splashes in free agency, acquiring J.C. Jackson, one of the top corners in the league, and Khalil Mack, obviously, who's going to be a monster, who's been a monster his whole career. And, you know, if he can stay healthy, this defense is going to be leveling. They got the pass rush, they got the secondary covered, and they have a surefire offense. I see them as a regular season machine. Okay, and there's no reason they shouldn't be a one seed. I'm not saying by these um, playoff predictions who's going to the Super Bowl. I'm saying who's you know going to be seated where. Okay, number two, I have the Bills. Um, same deal as last year. They're they're machine. Uh, Josh Allen is going to be. Obviously solid. Uh, they didn't really change much besides adding Von Miller, another pass rusher. So they've only gotten better, and I see them, you know, being that strong two seed close to the Chargers. Number three, this is where it gets interesting. You know, we have to have four um, conference winners and then three wildcard teams, obviously um three i have the ravens winning the uh their conference and uh i think lamar jackson is going to have an outstanding year uh they didn't really change much besides you know giving up a receiver but i think um you know i think lamar jackson's gonna have another mvp-esque season and um rashad bateman they're at the receiver spot uh he's out to prove something jk dobbins is back they're gonna have their run game back they're gonna look a lot like how they did uh two years ago in my opinion okay and they have that same defense um they're they're poised they're ready to come out and you know I I don't think the Bengals are gonna you know the Bengals the whole Bengals deal is you know hard for my mind to grasp because they were so good in the playoffs regular season no one was predicting them to do anything but um I feel like a lot of luck came out of the Bengals playoff run and I don't see them making the playoffs this year I don't I don't see the Bengals you know their their offense is surefire Joe Burrow's awesome but um, they didn't really do much O line wise to help get in protection and their defense is still mids I'm not gonna lie. it was all game time situational stuff and that's the reason why uh, they made the Super Bowl um I feel like a lot of luck went their way. I'm gonna be honest uh, number four the Titans in the last uh, the last conference seed there I think um, you know I think that's kind of a weak conference I'm not gonna lie um, I could see the Colts you know being stand- a standby team there, but I think the Titans will come out on top um they have the best safety in the game they have the a top defense that Harold Landry, Harold Landry just suffered a torn ACL but i think um you know if Derrick henry stays healthy this team's going to win 10 games um you know they're all about the run they have a str- solid defense they're going to pick up someone else for the pass rush things will be fine for them i don't see them going far in the playoffs though. uh you know outside of um sorry one second there we go Outside of conference play, at the five seed, I have the Raiders, okay? Um, you know, I think a lot of people put, you know, the Broncos with Russell Wilson there. Um, and I'm not seeing it with the Broncos as much as I am with the Raiders. They have three guys, three receiver threats, two of them who should be double teamed every time. I see, you know, Derek Carr is obviously a very solid quarterback, and I feel like this is the year for their offense to explode. I could see them winning maybe – Eleven or twelve games, you know they're going to be a wild card spot because I think the Chargers will have have up on them, but I do see the Raiders being um, a solid team, but they'll be they'll be a wild card team because of the Chargers. Um, but yeah, same with the Chiefs. I have them at number six. Um, you know it's Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the game. Um, I think you know with the loss of Tyree Kill, they're still going to have their receiver threats. They picked up Juju, great acquisition, and you know I I see the Chiefs. God, it's tough with them how much will Tyreek Hill mean to them that's what it's going to be like um but their defense did make a presence um kind of last season they started to pick up the defensive hall um in the beginning of the season it wasn't too strong but uh they started to pick it up towards the end of the year and I see it carrying over into next year so that conference there with the Chiefs Raiders Chargers Broncos I see three of those teams coming out in the playoffs so yeah uh, let's jump over to the NFC uh Number one, see, the Rams, they're going to run it back. Um, nothing much has really changed. Uh, they were the most dominant team in football last year, and I think it, I expected it to be that way, no question. Number two, Eagles. I have the Eagles having an outstanding year. I think their offense is going to be absolutely exceptional. They were great on the defensive end. Jalen Hurts is going to have a breakout season, possibly MVP. Um, their O-line is exceptional. They're going to have a great run game, great pass game. Their offense is going to go nuts. That's my prediction for them. Uh, number three seed, I got the Vikings. I think the Vikings will, you know, under that new offensive, uh, coordinator from the Rams now as their head coach, I think the Vikings are going to be an offensive machine. And I think guys like Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, um, those, you know, even Dalvin Cook, uh, you know, they're all going to have new roles. And I think these roles are going to be more modernized rather than, you know, what they were doing last year, not taking risks. Um, I think they're going to run a lot of RPOs. And get guys open. I think I expect them to win twelve games, possibly. Uh, number four, uh, the Bucks. I see them finishing maybe eleven and six, ten to seven range. Um, and you know, uh, it's just Brady's age. I'm not gonna lie. And they're you know their defense is uh, they have names, but they don't perform up to par every single time. And um, you know, it's just, I'm just not sold on them. I'm not sold on the Bucks overall. Um, you know it's Tom Brady we love the whole superstar get every superstar you can in Um, but it's most likely Brady's last year I'm just not sold on it I'm not sold Uh, the best team outside of the conference winners I have the Cowboys Um, you know they lost a top receiver um, in Amari Cooper over the offseason but I still see their you know CD making a big step here Michael Gallup uh guys like that um tony pollard is one of those guys too who i also see being a strong you know offensive threat i think the cowboys will still have that same type of surefire power offense they had last year and i expect them to make the playoffs i I don't expect them to go far but um i expect them to make the wild card you know in that conference uh six cardinals i think Tyler's poised for a breakout year um, and I expect, you know, once Hopkins comes back, they're going to be maybe one of the top offenses in the league. Um, they still have their same defense from last year. They have a lot of big names, and I see them, you know, finishing that six-seed spot wild card. I, they could go on a run here uh, depending, you know, they were a strong reg- regular season team last year, and towards the end they just kind of dwindled away, um, and we saw, you know, who are the top, who really were the top dogs, and uh, I think the Cardinals, you know, they could put that, you know, regular season prowess into the playoffs next year. They could be a top wildcard team. And number seven, last but not least, I hate to say it, uh, but the last NFC wildcard team, the Green Bay Packers, okay? Um, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. Whenever Aaron Rodgers is, you know, playing a full regular season, I expect, you know, them to make the playoffs and quite possibly another MVP year. I don't want to see it. They lost Devontae Adams, though, so I don't fully expect it, but they're not going to do as good as they did last year, obviously because of less receiving threats. And But, you know, the Packers' defense, uh, keep an eye on them. They're kind of a dark horse defense, I see. Uh, they have a great front seven. Uh, Jair Alexander, one of the top corners in the league. I think their defense could be solid. I really do. So um, I don't think they'll do as good in the regular season as last year. But, um, yeah. We shall see. Those are my NFL playoff, you know, seeding predictions. Um, Those are the teams I think, you know, I have two uh, not in there that were in the title games last year. You know, you got the Bengals uh, in the Super Bowl and the 49ers. I don't see them, you know, I don't think Trey Lance is going to live up to hype. I really don't. And I see them, the 49ers, you know, finishing outside of the playoffs. They were in the conference championship game last year too. I know their defense is solid, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't see the Bengals making it, and I don't see the 49ers making it. Um, but you know, things change. You never know. You can never predict these. I don't think a lot of people were predicting the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl last year. So, uh, we shall see. Though it'll be fun. It's gonna be a fun time. There's, a, I think it's very even right now, um, NFL wise with talent, and it's very good for the sport. Same with NBA too. Um, you know, when you have a superstar trade like that, uh, sorry, it's just completely switched sports. But when you have a when you have an NBA trade like that, you know, as as, as hype as Donovan Mitchell um, and you the team, you know, prediction goes from, you know, a play-in team to just a seven seed, in my opinion, you know, the NBA is at a perfect, even level playing field. Same with the NFL. It's a great time. Uh, yeah, so next time I'll see you, uh, The prob- probably the season will be started. I hope you guys, uh, you know, have a good time with your fantasy football teams. Have a good time watching the um, – The game's upcoming on Sunday. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys next time on the podcast edition of my channel. And, yeah, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Peace.